This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And welcome back here to the Husker Online show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus, uh, and pleased to be joined for a final time by Husker Online's intern, Allie Snow, as she has graduated, obviously, this uh, summer, and she does have some exciting news. Allie, um, first of all, thank you for all your hard work and time the last couple of years with us here at Husker Online. And and what is the next move in the life of Allie Snow? Well, thank you to all of you for just giving me the opportunity to intern here. It's been great. But so on Monday, I start at Channel 8 here in Lincoln as a reporter and producer. So I'm super excited and hopefully I'll get to do some sports in the fall. Well, congratulations again. Um, we're glad to have you for one final mail mailbag and we are going to have a nice little celebratory party for you afterwards on, on your says. final show. So yeah, some <laughs> our good friends, our neighbors at Gate 25 are going to uh, be giving us some good food and drink uh, to celebrate Allie's final day. But let's get to the mailbag. What do you have to start us out with? Thoughts on athletes earning money from social media posts. Will this be a recruiting disadvantage for smaller schools? Um, yes. Um, I, I think a place like Nebraska, places with passionate fan bases, are going to have a huge advantage in this. But there's going to be some interesting outliers, too. Um, and Elliot Brown, the walk-on, mm -hmm. because of, say, his friendship with JoJo Siwa, um, if you're not familiar, I have a seven-year-old daughter. That's why I know who JoJo Siwa is. a Nickelodeon superstar, star, yep. singer, actress, um, all that stuff. And just by him appearing on a few TikTok and Instagram videos with JoJo Siwa, he has as many followers as anybody on the football team right now in Nebraska. And, you know, th that, that will be an interesting case study on a guy like that. Can he benefit off NLI, even though, you know, he's really not a guy that's going to maybe have a huge role or, you know, is not a high profile recruit. But there's no doubt a place like Nebraska, a place like Ohio State, Penn State, you're going to see their athletes probably benefit off this a lot more than, say, a Northwestern even within the own conference. Oh, yeah, without question. And that just is one of the separators nebraska's had all along is not only the the passion of the fan base but the celebrity status that not just football players not just basketball players but literally almost every student athlete at the university has because they uh play sports at nebraska and so now they're able to capitalize on that and i think when you you look extend it even further look at the walk-on program uh you know elliot brown's a kind of an outlier example of that, but uh, Nebraska's walk-on program has already been such a selling point just because of the, the tradition it has. But now you can pair that with not only can you walk on to your home state school and play for the team you always uh, grew up wanting to play for, but now you can make a little bit of money off of it, which might be able to compete with these decisions potential walk-ons have to make of taking a full ride. And at you can a, put that on paper and say, a, hey, and by the way, this guy got this okay. much money. And, and as you get more data on that, you can say, look, at the, this is the total income earned from uh, walk-on over four years, you know, the average income. And so uh, that could be a huge resource for Nebraska, not only just on the you know recruiting scholarship players, but keeping in-state, you know, walk-on borderline scholarship kids home by giving them that uh, outlet for, you know, gaining on their likeness that they wouldn't be able to get at other schools. Yeah, I, I think it has the potential to, to completely revamp the way they, they recruit walk-ons uh, or make it way easier now to, to get walk-ons and, and high-quality walk-ons that have a lot of other offers on the table from some smaller schools, but maybe more willing to, to turn those down in favor of, of uh, you know, paying their own tuition, but 
having the added benefit of, of possibly, um, you know, having some major earnings potential uh, through social media and whatnot. But as far as recruiting goes, um, you know, as a whole, I, I think this is really going to impact a lot of schools differently. Nebraska is going to be taking a huge advantage of this. I mean, and, and not just for football. I, I think, I mean, if you're a student athlete at the University of Nebraska, you're, you're basically Nebraska's pro franchise. There, there are no other, you know, pro sports. There, there are no other Division One. Uh, outside of Creighton, I guess no other Division One, um, you know, big time sports in the state. Everybody is a Husker fan for the most part, and so um, whether you're a football player, whether you're the outside hitter on the volleyball team, um, you know, go on on down the list throughout all the sports. Uh, there, you're going to have major earnings potential here in Lincoln uh, than you, you know, than otherwise you might otherwise have at, at some other places. So um, I, I do think it's going to have a huge impact on recruiting. With all that in mind, is Nebraska a pioneer for this? Have other sco- other schools started doing something similar? I'll say they have somewhat of an edge because the guy that's going to really implement the blueprint for almost every school in the country runs his business out of Lincoln, Nebraska, and Blake Lawrence and Adi Kanalik, and he's an alum, and they're both former players from Nebraska. So on that end of it, I think Nebraska has a significant advantage that the guy that everybody in the country is now calling and he's signing on to big, big deals to manage their athletes and help them in these areas is right down the street from Memorial Stadium. Well, it also helps that Nebraska is in a situation athletically that they can capitalize on this as much as any school in the country. Uh, I mean, the celebrity status of Every student athlete, as we mentioned, is so much different than most every other place. So you look at volleyball. You know, Blake put out a tweet where he listed the top 10 Nebraska student athletes that could benefit the most financially off their social media presence. Three of them were volleyball players. Name me another college volleyball program that could say that. Stanford can't say it. Penn State can't say it. Go down the list. Texas can't say it. And so Nebraska already was uh, head and shoulders above most every other program in the country. Now you pair this where you can point to Lexi Sun and the tens of thousands of dollars that she could potentially make off her social media along with playing for a perennial national championship contender. Look out. I mean, that's Nebraska volleyball of any program could benefit from this as much as any at, at this university. Yeah, John Cook's got to be just Look at his over chops. the moon right now. Yeah, um, absolutely. Nebraska is a pioneer, and this really could not have come together better for Nebraska, I think, because not only are they kind of leading the charge in this deal, but they're partnering up with, with uh, Open Doors, which is run by two former Huskers, like Sean said, and, and they are really the pioneers in this whole deal. Uh, they now have over 13,000 athletes that, that, that work with them and that they partner up with, uh, with endorsement deals through social media. Um, and so they were the first school that signed on with Open Doors. And since, I know, I mean, there's been – countless others that, that have followed suit. I, I know Ohio State and Clemson uh, were, were two big ones that followed after Nebraska uh, partnered up with Open Doors with their Athlete Ready uh, program. So all taking advantage of the, the name, image, and likeness deal that, that is coming up uh, with the NCAA. All right, we got time for two more, Allie. What do you have? What happens if a player tests positive for coronavirus during these summer workouts? Well, I, I think when you're seeing these guys test positive now – it's because they're coming back and then they're tested when they're back. So they're, they're de- they've developed a protocol, a quarantine system. You know, they're, they're not letting these guys be around anybody until they test. Um, and that's the key. So they can at least trace who, when, where, how it happened. 
Um, but yeah, if somebody gets it now within Lincoln, I think there's gonna have to be a whole other protocol of contact tracing and, and steps involved. Um, who's been around that person, they need to be tested, et cetera. And luckily, I think by starting this up in June, it is going to allow time um, you know, for it to happen. Now, the good news is Lincoln's a great place right now. I mean, there were only on Tuesday, there were four people in the whole city of 300,000 people that tested positive for COVID-19. So we're seeing our numbers in this city go down and, and you hope it stays that way. Well, and Matt Abdomasi laid it out pretty well about just the, the process that guys returning to campus are going through. And I would imagine, you know, for, from at least the smaller roster sports, it'll be a lot easier to handle and a lot easier to trace uh, the contact, especially early on when guys are essentially broken up into smaller groups. So you talk about, you know, 15 Nebraska basketball players, probably three groups of five. You know, that's a little bit easier to handle that. Football is a different story, obviously, because you're talking about much bigger groups. But like Sean said, we're still so early in the process that, um, you know, as this continues to develop and the, the, there'll be a better protocol in place and a much better plan, I'm sure, than what they have right now, just because no one has really uh, experienced having to deal with anything like this before. Yeah, the good thing is that they're they're able to, to kind of have the team all in one spot now. And and if, if someone does get it now, you'd rather see that happen in, in the summer months than than, you know, during the season. So. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what exactly the protocol is, you know, if and when that does happen. All right. Final question, Allie, your final question on the mailbag as <laughs> one of our Oscar line interns. We're going to end with a fun one, but what is your dream vehicle? Whew. Um, I mean, I have an SUV, um, that I really like. I mean, I can't imagine I, I'm not like a sports car guy. I don't think I could ever see myself driving mm-hmm. a sports car. So, I mean, I don't. I, don't, I mean, I don't even know what I would yeah. call my dream. I'd probably say G wagon. Yes, me too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Fred, Fred Hoiberg was rolling. Uh, were you there, Allie? Yeah, yes. so Fred Hoiberg's got, he's got multiple cars. He's got Teslas. He's got, you know, all those things. So, uh, anyway, yeah, probably a Range Rover. Range Rover or G wagon? G wagon. What'd I say? Range Rover? No. G wagon. G wagon. Okay. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, but I I like to go fast, and so I think I would I would probably go with a sports car. Of you know if if I could have whatever I wanted, um, you know I'm probably you know Lamborghini or or uh, you know an Aston Martin or something like that. But uh, but also I also like SUVs too. So yeah, probably like a loaded out Range Rover, Land Rover type car would be you know something one of the really top end if you could just get any car. Something like that. What about you, Allie? Yeah. Well, Allie. I'm with Robin with the G wagon. It would be a matte black G wagon with Ooh. rose gold rims and a rose gold interior. Okay. That's my. Plan. So you've not put any thought into this before, <laughs> have you? No, that's my goal. I gotta have that when I'm older. All right. Well, Allie, we really uh, want to thank, thank you, you for all your hard work. You've been great, professional, and and we hope that you've learned a lot with us. And we're excited to follow your career after Husker Online. Yes. Thank you, guys. I'll miss it. I'll miss you. Star in the making. All right. <laughs> Keep your eyes on Allie Snow. She's yes. going to be on Lincoln Television here very shortly. So uh, congrats again, Allie. And thanks as uh, we move forward here. When we come back, Nate Klaus and I will talk recruiting. Close the show. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.